Welcome back to NELP's Young Professional Network podcast, Growing in the Green Industry. Today's podcast is powered by your young professional network partner, Steel. Steel makes a full line of gasoline battery powered outdoor power equipment for the demanding landscape professional. Find yours at steelusa.com. I've done websites my whole life. How did I mess that up? Uh, I am Brett Lemke with RM Landscape, and I have uh, a wonderful guest today, Claire Goldman. How are you, Claire? I'm doing well. How are you? Well, well, we've had you on before. Yes, thanks for having me back. I guess this, I did okay last time. Yep, yep. No, you've passed. Um, we are uh, only bringing back our favorites, really. And so that, there's a credit <laughs> think that way. And then, um, and now your goal is to be the record returner. So I don't know. I mean, I don't think we've had someone on for three times. So that's that's the move. Okay, um, let's ease the pressure down just a No, bit. no, no. <laughs> and to make it even harder, here's your bio so everybody learns how serious of a person you are. Uh, Claire loves to cultivate uh, uh, a love for the outdoors and plants as a child from uh, following her grandmother around the yard and later found her calling for as a landscape designer. As her company has grown, her role has shifted to leading and coaching teams while producing a small portion of the sales and design work. Claire graduated with a BS in horticulture from the Auburn University in 2008 and was named the 2020 Woman Entrepreneur Year of uh, by the National Association of Landscape Professionals. She is encouraged by the direction and momentum of the landscape industry and hopes to be the catalyst for growth and change in the industry and seeks innovative ways to improve culture, solve problems, and increase opportunities. So there, that just heightened it all the way up. Now- Yeah, man, that is some pressure. We, powerful things must come from you today for our for our <laughs> listeners. Um and uh, and we've chosen a little bit of a direction to, to t- take today for this conversation, and that's around the idea of uh, event-based education. No surprise, we'll talk about Elevate a fair bit, uh, but there's some other ones. Uh, but Elevate's coming up, and somebody has the right date. Maybe do you have the date? Today? I think it's like the shoot. I know. Um, I know. It is. Uh, wait, I know because it's the day after Charlie's birthday. It's September 10th. Yep. Is that I'll- Sunday? I think. And then the, it goes to the 13th. 13th. See, so um, I have it on my calendar. It is saved. So it's just the memory doesn't serve you well. Um, so we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about why uh, we as, as company owners uh, participate ourselves, participate for our team, uh, and what uh, exciting parts is coming up. And so, um, but, uh, you know, Claire, I guess think back to what sort of jumped you to start going to be at Elevate or other events? What what was the draw for you, for yourself and your company? You know, I think it really started um, when we kept growing um, locally here and would kind of look at what other people were doing. And we felt like we were holding our own really well, but we also knew there was a lot of room for growth and what weren't really sure where to look for um for the next step. And so landscapes in 2015, I think, maybe earlier than that, but that was our first big conference that we went to and Charlie and I went together and it was in Kentucky that year and we were able to attend some of the education sessions. Well, I should take that back. We've done some of the local events. We we went down to um Gulf states and things like that that are around us here in Alabama, but Um, We went up to landscapes and we learned um, through some of the education sessions, but the biggest thing that we got out of that was we were able to connect with some other um, company owners and had dinner with them and they had a very similar company to ours. So they pulled up their LMN app and were showing us how they're tracking things and what they're doing. 
And just the, the um, I guess, motivation that that gave us to then go back and think about, all right, when we're looking at where we are locally, that's great. But there's so many people doing so many other things that are outside of our realm. And um, it just is smart and wise, I think, to see how other people are doing it, even if you don't think it's going to work for your company to at least understand on a larger scale what the industry is doing. Yeah, I mean, fundamentally for all of us, we if we chose this as a program in school or horticulture, we listen to professors, professionals, experts speaking to, you know, that area of study. Uh, we research, I, I suppose if anybody that's uh, ever thought of how to do something uh, and didn't know the answer, they go and search for help. And 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 that fundamentally is what these education events are locally, nationally, the scale. Uh, and the good thing we've always talked about is our industry is a very sharing uh, industry. We will, uh, to your point, open up the books to the literal number. I imagine it, it, and it always flows, right? So at the local level, maybe not that much opens up, but you still talk about the the pains and sufferings or the similar needs, uh, but then they get larger and then put bigger networks. Uh, you can start sharing st stuff at a much more intimate level and not be concerned. Uh, and it be, and once you do that, it's going to be very much way more helpful. So uh, the idea of events, even though there's time and money uh, and it's, you know, never ever thought of as the best time of year to go to these, there's no such thing. Uh, the, you that that ability to educate yourself or your team is is just fundamental what you need to do as a grown organization. I don't know many organizations that haven't done it. Uh, maybe they don't go to the larger national ones, but they most certainly are doing it at somewhat, even if you're Googling things, like that is the idea of this, but do it in a, a much more um controlled web space like Elevate or these other ones that have really specific programming thought for you. Absolutely. And you think about, you know, my education, formal education was in horticulture. So that means that I know my plants really well, but that doesn't necessarily mean, I mean, I took one bidding class and a few little things about how to run a business, but for the most part, I learned plants and design in school. So um, the whole running a business, managing people, motivating your team, all of those things has been a process of trial and error. And then networking within the industry with other people who are in similar situations or have been in similar situations that can tell me what has worked and hasn't worked for them. And that's, that's huge to take a lot of the guesswork out of the decision-making and to at least push it into the educated guesswork. Um, but sometimes even better than that. Yeah. Uh, you know, so, right. So as business owners that to have that passion for landscape design, even just the construction parts of it, that only gets you halfway, right? Mm -hmm. Or maybe a little further when you could fake it, but you eventually need to talk to somebody about the marketing, the selling, the HR, the uh, the, the the financials of that. And, and where do you find uh, that? And so you got to meet companies or organizations that are doing it differently, doing it at a larger scale, whatever those are, but you have to go outside of that space because mm -hmm. I agree. I think when, soon as I left school, it was, let's go to these events and think it's all about the horticulture and, and everyone's talking about landscaping, but found out that was probably a little less of that, right? It's about how do you scale and grow a business and treat people the right way and all those things. And, and that just got me excited. Um, and there's always going to be a different vein, right? I mean, there's conferences out there that will have be all about horticulture and you can go to, I guess somebody could go to like an accounting conference. That doesn't sound near as exciting as, oh, gosh. right. I, uh, so I, we maybe not recommending that fast, but um 
if you need it, there's somebody out there. And we, like we joke, there's an association for everything. And so um, I'm sure there's everything you can find out there and one way or another to educate you. But, um, but let's talk a little about elevate. And I think, cause I, I, I love it. I mean, it's iterations for over a lifetime been going for my entire career. Um, and I, I think this year, last year was a new way of doing it. And I think we got some really nice feedback. I've, you're, you're leading a lot of the committees and participating in the area to make sure that this one builds off the momentum of last year. So what, what are you all thinking about for this, this coming year's Elevate? Well, it was really nice this year to have a little bit of information and data to go off of. Last year, it was just kind of a free for all of, we know we want it to be amazing. And we know that, um, we are capable of making it amazing, but we didn't really have the feedback from um, from anyone attending the event because it was the, the first year. So this year we started by um, reviewing all of the feedback that we got from the first Elevate, which was um, in Orlando in, what was that, September last year. And so we read every comment. This is also just a side note of to stress the importance of giving that feedback if you are attending a conference. Um, none of us on the committee are gonna take anything personally, but we do take it seriously. So we want to make sure that this is an event um, put on by contractors for contractors. And so we need to make sure that we're really um, listening to each other and, um, and being vocal about what we need at the time. So we reviewed all the feedback. Of course, you never make everyone happy. So it's a little bit of, there was too much time in between. There was too little time in between striking the right balance, those kinds of things. Um, but we really took the programming and um, once a year, the Elevate Committee meets in person and we go through and we just throw out everything that we're all dealing with um, from an issue standpoint. And we have different representatives on the committee. For me, I'm residential design build in my company, and that's pretty much everything we do. So we've got commercial maintenance companies, we've got lawn care companies, we've got people that are really going to um, be a good representation of the industry and make sure that our programming reflects that so that there's something for everybody at Elevate. Um, and we've got an awesome lineup for scheduling this year. Um, the programming looks awesome. We've got all these, um, we've got a lot of contractor presenters, which is fun because, um, again, it's kind of that sharing what has worked for you, what hasn't worked for you, um, and just giving some of their experience for us to learn from. And that tends to be the catalyst for the side conversations that are often full of nuggets that you can take home to your company and, um, and really be um, something special as a conference. Yeah, the, the practical part of that conversation really what weighs for me is that um, they're, and I, and I find that they're pretty honest, like what's working well, what's not working well, right? So they'll share just both those stories. It's not always uh, the best uh, scenario. Um, mm -hmm. And uh, and so that is very helpful. And then it just is much faster to apply to your organization. So you either generate the follow-up questions quicker, or you'll say that could work for us. Uh, and they're really laying it out there for you. Uh, taking that back to your team uh, is, is going to be uh, that much more exciting. Of course, uh, everybody that doesn't get to go always, you know, the hold your breath. Uh, oh, that team went to, to a conference and here comes all the sorts of ideas that are going to change to revolutionize their business. 30 easy steps uh, just becomes a little overwhelming too sometimes. But um, 
but yeah, yeah I, I do. I, I always schedule a time shortly after a conference to debrief with the team that didn't come to make sure that that like gives me something to force me to get my notes and thoughts organized to present. Um, but then we also have a little bit of a parking lot. So it's, it's where we park all of our ideas and we have them written down and we've got them available, but then we move them out of the parking lot when we're really re ready to implement them. So that makes it a little bit less overwhelming and um, a little more likely to actually implement some things. So um, we, we like that and it helps us include the people that didn't get to come, but also, you know, gives us that, you know, you learn the best when you're teaching something. So to go back and present what you've learned just helps ingrain it a little bit more. So how do you make the decision about who to bring? So like that's a, a like hard a decision. I, I want to bring everyone. I that's tell true. Carly all the time. It's this is um the bad part of having a team that you love so much is that <laughs> I wish I could afford to just bring everyone. Um so right now in this I, if I talk to you in five years, it's probably going to change. But right now, um, we've got a little bit of a new slate of people that are in the office. I've got a new salesperson. I've got um, two new salespeople, actually. And I have one person that is currently a crew member that we are looking at for production manager. And so these types of events, I find, are so good for people who don't really fully understand the industry. And so... Sometimes, and I'm not saying it's only for that, but this is what I'm looking at this year is bringing the people who have not been to a conference before, but are in that kind of middle or upper management role and um, let them kind of get a good feel for what's going on, on in the bigger picture so that they can, I feel like they need to understand that to fully buy into and understand my vision locally. And so we're looking at that. Um, Again, I don't have a good system for who comes and who doesn't come because I want everyone to come. So it's just going to be um, how many people can I afford and um, what makes the most sense? Who's going to get the most out of it is is kind of what I'm looking at for this year. Well, I, I, I think it's a good point to call that this could be um, a recognition um, give in that way to say that someone that earned the spot to go, or it just shows that, that desire piece. And so, and, and generally I think we've all had team members that have come to this and felt inspired, got a new sense of the scale of the industry um, and just are ready to recharge. And so consider this certainly a reward, even though it's a conference and, and um, you know, and, and so sometimes it doesn't feel like it's a vacation, but, you know, and, but it has this ability to start a, change of perspective, be it from work or from families, or just you get ability to focus on work. Um, it's so definitely, a, there's a big value in stepping away from the company and working on it. Um, we, we've all heard that a million times, you know, to take time away from working in the company to work on it. And that is so important. And it's like you said, there's never a good time to do it. You're always swamped and busy and don't have time for this or that. And so getting these conferences on your calendar um, is huge because A, you go ahead and commit and pay for it and you make yourself go and it's always a bad time. But then 100% of the time for me, at least after I've done these things, I come back and I'm like, how could I have not gone to that? You know, what sure. was I thinking and 
how could I, and I always try to make myself remember, like you, you didn't want to go. Yeah. No, that's <laughs> or the you didn't packing. Think you had time to go. And, that's the packing and the night really before. Right. Yeah. And you're like, dang it. I, I just don't have the time for this. I've got all these proposals. Right. And it's always worth it. And, and that's, you know, again, what we hope the listeners understand is that, um, there's of course training. And so you bring people that you want to improve their, you know, their knowledge base in certain subjects. Uh, it's not super deep like a course, but it is going to really bring, uh, if they follow through, have conversations after, ask the questions and you can leave with some really good understanding of what to do, bring it back to your team, really break it down better for your organization. Uh, the reward opportunity, the re- time away is a bonding part. I mean, there are some of those. So it's a lot of work during the day. There's a lot, a lot of fun in the evening. So how do you, how do you pull that together? Um, and I like the layout the, between the educations and the campfires. So you got big group sessions, smaller group sessions. You got the trade show floor. So if you, everyone, you know, so there's always somebody in your group that wants to see a little piece of iron and see the cool stuff. And so there's, there's those. And and that's elevate. And then there's conferences that are going to be about getting your DEC credits. Go to those. There's going to be ones that improve your design ability. Go to those or your use of your software is like the, the big companies are all hosting their own software events, right? So just to help better. So identifying where that, that growth is, because we'll bring our, we send our admin team to our Aspire conference and work through mm-hmm. that. We bring mostly managers to this. And I've seen some, to your point, some new ones come on board. And so I'm they get the front uh, opportunity because they've never experienced it and they got to see this, the scale. Um, and then we'll go back and just make sure everyone sees a balance. Cause if everybody can go, that'd be great. And if you're local and you could fit them all in a vehicle, I mean, this is Texas. So, I mean, geez, oh, yeah. everybody in Texas should be there. That one. Um, and I know Louisville was not a far drive for people. Uh, so find a way to make as many people as you can attend. Yeah, I definitely uh, took advantage of the early bird pricing and went ahead and registered for a good handful of people and and just kind of watching where my budget stands as we get closer. But I'm going to bring as many people as I can. Um, honestly, it makes my life easier. They they do the learning there and they come back so fired up. I I just have to kind of put the boundaries in place um, yeah, yeah, and let them yeah. run. <laughs> That's it. I, if we bought this, it could be efficient. Yeah, but there's a buy word there, or uh, we need this many, or we got to scale. Uh, agreed. Uh, and it's energy that you don't want to rein in, but you you want to capture uh, and just keep that that, that going. Um, and so I uh, I agree. It's um, there's a huge opportunity, it, an investment nonetheless. Mm-hmm. Uh, but to your point, budget for it, plan for it, uh, schedule it. So. You know, that week, a big project has to be done. You just can't be like, okay, everybody, we can't go now because plan and be mindful because there's just never going to be the right time. We've said it already that uh, something's always going to show up. I've always found on these trips, I either get some bad news from like an email or call that I can't do anything about, or I get good news. And I guess there's not much in between, but that either win jobs or I get this client saying, Hey, I need to see you. Where are you? Like, oh, geez, this is going to be painful. So, uh, I don't inevitably always. But I also will say too, because I agree, I I get those calls too. I got like a pretty major blow up in the middle of NCLC this year, and I do think too, though, um, that our clients appreciate what we're doing when we take our team to these things. And so, um, when I set my away message on my computer, I typically say where I'm going if it's an education event like this, so that. And I usually link it of, you know, hey, this is where I am. And I have a lot of clients that think it's great 
um, and don't really even understand that our industry does these types of things. Um, but then also, of course, loves that we're bringing the team and things like that. So I get a little bit of grace if I set my clients up ahead of time for where we are. But also if something does blow up, they they tend to understand, you know, pretty well. Here's what we're yeah. doing and, and here's uh, why we're doing it so we can serve you better. I, I like that point. I uh, leverage what the education that you're and, and share that information, be it through social media posts for recruiting or your clients, just share the experience. Um, and, uh, and yeah, I mean, there's a whole idea of like when you get the tough calls and if you're away at a conference or even if you're with another client, you, how do you navigate through like uh, just talk, right? Don't ignore. And, you know, mm-hmm. I find that you don't, uh, if I don't watch and talk to people throughout that conference and there's plenty of time and breaks and opportunities mm-hmm. that, to just catch up with work, but because it just all piles up on the other it's side. It's also a good test for you of, you know, can you step away for a few days and it be, you know, not totally chaotic? If if so, then you've left the right people in place. And if not, then there might be some systems that need to be adjusted. Yes. <laughs> so, uh, which is even scarier on the other end, right? So no, right. Uh, we're, uh, but all the right reasons to, uh, to, to step into, uh, these opportunities. Um, all right. So what, uh, any teasers that you have from the education pieces that you've, that you all are, or is it still all being created and just sort of fine-tuned? I, I know a few people are chatting about being participating in some of the Elevate education. We have the sessions nailed down. They are on the website. The schedule is live. So you can see, um, what's going to be available. And, um, it looks, Honestly, I'm so excited. I'm glad I'm bringing so many people because my goal is that everybody attends one different session so that we cover them all. They're awesome. Um, I think we're excited to, you know, we did the same thing that we did last year. We have the different tracks um, for the sessions. So we've got customer experience, team member experience, business excellence. We've got some different ways to organize the sessions. Um, It doesn't mean that you have to go through one full track or anything like that, but it does kind of say what's relevant for who, um, depending on who's there. But we're just excited about all the presenters that we have. We have some new people this year. Um, we're excited about the content that's going to be there. The campfires were a huge hit last year, so we're excited about those. And um, frankly, I'm just excited to be there. I had to miss last year, and just all the buzz about it was just the energy from the people that called me from Elevate last year was so exciting. So. I can't wait to be there and to witness it myself and um, and to really get an experience on that trade show. That was a lot of the feedback was um, the, the suppliers were really excited about the um, intimacy level that we have on that trade show because it is smaller than what it, what it was previously, but that allows for more connection with um, the suppliers and contractors. And so we've really built the networking in throughout the whole experience. And so I think just... I mean, I don't know that I could say one simple teaser. I think just the whole experience itself is going to be a lot of fun and, of course, drinking from a fire hose for three days. But um, we come ready for it, and that's what we live for, right? Yeah, yeah. It, it, I, I would I resonate to my, my experience of the past one was just strong conversation the, um, with the clients, uh, with my clients about the new innovations coming out there, um, how we're going to be smarter about what we do. The walking that trade show floor was um, probably the first time I've done it in years, 
because again, mm-hmm. it's approachable. Uh, mm-hmm. and they're, and you're going to have real conversations with people that could help you quickly. Um, and, uh, and, but then you have the, the evenings, the receptions and the balance of those parts. So conversations continued. Um, you just knew you're going to be around the people that will give you the answers or at least offer some more questions for you. Uh, and then what, a little bit of a party this coming year at, at this, what Gillies is the place in I did, everyone knows the story of the Gillies. I guess I've seen the movie Urban Cowboy, but I've just, I didn't know the whole thing, but I'm learning quickly. I'm catching up on this part of it. Yes, Gillies is going to be wild, especially when you let a bunch of landscapers loose in it. So it's going to yeah. be a lot of fun. Yeah. And um, Kim, Kim wouldn't let me have a dance party or a flash mob. So, I mean, mm. we're, we're going to have to to take it to the next level and show where we can do it. I heard mechanical bull riding. I heard something about armadillo racing. Armadillo races. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So dancing probably we'll make our own dance party. These are not things that we have in upstate New York. I tell you that right now. And there's not, we have not seen the armadillo. I mean, maybe a a possum go running across. I feel pretty confident. Charlie has raced an armadillo before. (laughs) I see. I thought we're just betting on them and they're running by us. I didn't know we have to. Maybe we could bring our own. Maybe try this got one. You, you guys can. Uh, I'm just sure really Charlie could figure something out. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, it, it, you know, there is that innovation required year over year. And it doesn't have to be a one up of the next one and the next one. But it is to bring a different perspective. Uh, and so between the education and the social parts of it, um, it's just to say that we want you to come year over year because there is going to be there's continuity in the conversation. There is a continued education part of it thought. But it's going to be fresh and different perspectives, uh, and you want to build that. You know, seeing those friends that you may only see at these events, um, uh, be it local or national ones around. So, um, so exciting. Um, well, I appreciate the the perspective and all the hard work that you and the committee has been doing, working on. Um, and no doubt, uh, last year's was fantastic, and no doubt this year's going to be fun too. It's going to be a blast. And yeah, that was, that was the big thing was like, how do we even top last year? And and you just nailed it. You know, it's, it's about just bringing something fresh and new and um, having new presenters, new topics um, and bringing in some of the ones that, that got really good ratings and reviews last time as well. Okay, good. I know we have uh, a teammate of mine. She's speaking at doing the campfire. Jenny's going to do some of that. So that, so it's just, uh, and she's thrilled. And so, uh, and, and I think it's a fair point to say to all those out there, is how do you become a presenter, right? Watch what's being presented. If you have a story, again, you don't have to have the busy, busy success about this. It's just about a real story and real information to share um, that there are uh, always ways to, to become a presenter as much as it is to just watch and learn. So I think yes, sometimes we're always, we're always looking for great presenters and we most certainly want to um, get feedback from anybody interested and, um, and just, you know, we're looking for people who are comfortable presenting and, you mm-hmm. know, can engage well and also, you know, have relevant content to present on that works well with the schedule that we've come up with as well. And, and just the process of working with, uh, like if it's a panel, working with co-presenters, get to know them, the side conversation, it, it happens out there. So, if you wanted to really extend your uh, learning and ability, it is participate in presenting because you just learned so much. Um, and the only way to get better in public speaking is to do it as often as possible, right? So yes. back up on the stage, back up on the stage. That's right. And it's painful and it's scary. I am not someone that's comfortable speaking in front of people, but 
I do it and I feel like I've gotten better the more I do it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just gotta, just gotta make myself. That's our theme this year at work is get comfortable being uncomfortable. And that's just a huge thing for me. Brene Brown talks about her class. She tells people when she starts her class, if, if you're comfortable, then you're not learning and I'm not teaching. And so she sets up from the beginning that they're seeking to be uncomfortable because if they're not, then something's wrong. So you know, just embracing that discomfort a little bit and going with it, even if you don't feel like you're all the way there is, is okay. Yeah. You, you have to recognize you can't, you're not certainly not the only one that ever will think that. Right. And so when you're out there and you're in a, in a room full of people for networking and you walk up and say, hello, that person is also trying to figure out how to say hello to somebody. And, right. um, and I know over the years we've tried the the matchmaker or find your peer, like all those things get help, but the real is just walk up, have have a conversation and it's be it one part work, one part family or whatever it is, you'll find that common thread uh, or do some introductions to, and bring people in the conversation. Um, it is, uh, it, it gets easier. Um, and well, and, and I would say to review the app before you go, there's, there's some um, ways you can look through the, the directory kind of if you're, there's people you're seeking out or companies that you're seeking out, that's helpful. And, um, and I'm glad you brought that up too, with the networking, because it is, um, not easy. It's very easy to feel intimidated when you walk into a room of that many people, especially as close as our industry is. Um, if you're new, it can it can feel like a lot. So um, that's one of those get comfortable being uncomfortable and just walk in there with your confidence and and please introduce yourself to us because we are excited about new people coming and really want to help um, make the experience awesome. And obviously you'll be there for the news that when someone says, I love that session. Oh, hey, Claire. Oh, also I got the, right. so you get a lots of feedback sometimes, uh-huh. but mm-hmm. I think they should give you like an armadillo just to hang out with at the conference and just that. Would be- I won't come back to another elevate if they give me an armadillo. Oh, all right. No. Okay. No. <laughs> uh, all right. Charlie so we'll hang that on the wall. Yep. It won't be live for very long, would it? Mm-hmm. Um, so, um, okay, well now, um, so to our listeners, um, education, you know, yes, Elevate's coming. Please come join us. We've got some really strong education. Plan for education in your, in your, your year, your budget, your, your development, uh, the training for the new or the se- more senior folks on your team. Like, it's just got to be a part of how you grow. I don't know of an organization that's there that w- is, um, that is not trying to grow that or has even grown just by even participating. So, um, it's an important part of why our business exists is to continue to learn. So we will look forward to seeing you all there. Uh, Claire, thank you for the information insight. Thank you for well, having insider. me. We end everything with a rose and thorn. So what's going well and what's, uh, what do you want to work on? Okay. I think my rose is, um, we, are a seasonal industry. So as a company, one of the things we do, we celebrate the first day of every new season and first day of summer on the calendar is tomorrow. And so we, we did this a little bit early, but on Friday we had our summer party at the lake with the company. And that was a lot of fun and just kind of reminds us why we do this. And we love our team and had a good time Friday, just kind of letting our hair down, playing some ping pong, floating in the lake, going for some boat rides and checking out some landscapes from the water. So that was pretty fun. Um, my thorn, I would say we are dealing with summer in the South and lots of pretty intense thunderstorms that we cannot work in. So it's killing production right now. And that hurts my feelings. 
a weather <laughs> uh, right weather is the uh it was what you were so happy about last Friday, right? When, <laughs> on the water. And now it's the curse. It's the curse. That's right. um, and you did say that you're concerned about your, uh, the signal here, but we've made it to this whole podcast without. I mean, going. it's been raining and I'm in the country, but we did it. <laughs> uh, we don't see those kind of rolling thunderstorms uh, until August. So that will get a, gets a little nasty, but right now we're, we're in a happy spot. Um, my rose um great weekend father's day birthday was this past weekend beautiful weather so i you know family time off of coming off of a heck of a lot of travel for work um and so being able to just settle back in this week and so thrilled about that but two point summers here and upstate new york is the reason why we live up here is for the summers not for the winters and so um so we're very happy about that and thorn um we're running out of time it sometimes feels like in your organization to either fix things that weren't dialed in right out the bat or momentum carrying in through. So be it trying to hit numbers through say like our biggest time this year is to sell is May, June, July. And here we are almost wrapping that up from a selling and prepared standpoint. Got winter. That's going to be a big one for us too. But um, I, you know, that urgency is, is creeping in a little bit. And so how prepared are we? I mean, someone did the stat that said, I think we're only 12 plus weeks away from, uh, from snow. And so, yeah, wait. scary, scary. Are you serious? So, well, let's see. I'm going to do the math. So July, August, September, October. Yeah, it could snow in in four weeks, in four months. Yeah, 12, 16 weeks. Yeah, it, it potentially could snow. Um, And then it's all business after that. So that's crazy. Yeah, yeah. Um, So, uh, and that's why I was having some fun talking to gentlemen and we we're talking about the difference between the North and the South. So I might you know be stressed about that, but you also have rolling thunderstorms that I don't even want to be around that business of. So we all have our little piece of it. That's for sure. Yeah. We can't send, send anybody out in the lightning. So no, it, does, it hurts a little bit. <laughs> it's a little sting. Um, there's what, there's your tidbit of the end of the day. Lightning hurts a little bit, everybody. So, <laughs> but it's just stay indoors and sign up for Elevate. Um, well, thank you, Claire, again. And thank you to our listeners. Uh, if you enjoy what you uh, are hearing, please uh, subscribe and share with your friends. Uh, Y'all have a great week. Take care.